Take your seats. The show will begin in five. Four. Three. Two. One. Thursday night CrossFit talk with Scott Schweitzer and Jamie Latimer. We're about to change the game. We all get taken names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the skies. We're about to change the game. We all get taken names. Let our voices rise. Let them reach the skies. Hit for it, nickel and die. Giving them all that we got. Kick on the door, try to knock, but nobody answered. I'm going hard and taking my chances. I give it more. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. We are live on a Thursday night. And I have to start this week's show with another game show grape. Okay. That I have to get off my chest. I just have to. Okay. I, I took Tuesday off from work. It was the day after my birthday. And I just wanted a day to myself to watch whatever I wanted to. And I'm watching The Price is Right. Who in their right mind bids $1 with two bidders left? Oh, yeah, that's just silly. It's not a race to get to say $1. No. Because the next guy can go $2. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're smart, you will. Well, not if you're the third. You wait, but. So this guy was on and he either bet the $1 or like the 501 on every every showcase and didn't get out out didn't get out at all stuck there the whole time that i'm glad he was stuck there at least lex last week it was jeopardy no it wasn't jeopardy it was wheel of fortune the people who buy all the vows now tonight on wheel of fortune right before i came down here a lady did that where you like the game freezes and you just get to call out consonants to build up a bank. And then you can solve the puzzle. Once the, the thing's over, she wanted to solve in the middle of it. And like, Pat's like, Pat's like, no, you get to build money. You're not spinning. So you can't go bankrupt. Like keep making the money. Oh Uh, boy. Where do they find these people? Yeah, that's a good question. Goal for 2024. Get on a game show. Yeah, I always thought being on Family Feud would be just, that would be it, man. If if I got on Family Feud with my family, it would end in a feud. Yeah, yeah. I could see that and, with my family too. And not the good one. Yeah. You, you and, the problem with, if you took Aaron on, like the two of you would debate what the answer should be when they come to you for that, like, can you steal? You would debate for a good 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. on what the answer should be. Yep, you're right. You're right. Um, so Lex did say Scott and his Price is Right saga. Um, Sarah, <laughs> I watch Price is Right every time I'm homesick. No other time. Mm-hmm. Pretty much me too. And I work from home. Like, literally, I could, like, flick it on behind me and have it on during the workday, but I just don't. But I do tend to watch it on my days off, which is odd. Yeah. That's, that's I mean, that's respectful of you for, for your job. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Andrew Jeopardy is a show lately that I just don't miss unless like we're going out to dinner with friends, um, things like that. 
Um, but I do try to watch it just about every night. And uh, Lex says, oh, it's okay. I'm the same with Judge Judy. So, yeah. I I know, I know, I used to work with, when, we, when I worked in the office, Judge Judy Fanatics, they actually had like an antenna TV in the break room. And they would put it on during lunch and like the floor would just empty. Wow. It was crazy. I just feel like those, those like courtroom shows are so scripted. Like it's sometimes you're watching and you're like, really? Like you, you don't think Judy's, Judy's laying down the justice. No, I don't <laughs> That or same thing. Where are they finding these people? Because holy cow. <laughs> I don't know. I think like if you're trusting these judge shows to like rule on a true legal matter. You. you yeah. 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 All right. So this is not called Thursday Night Game Show Talk uh, or Judge Show Talk. Um, but we, they keep coming. Uh, more, yeah, Sarah more. says ma Maureen maternity tests are hilarious. They, and that is not fake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That and Jerry Springer. Oh. Holy smokes. Oh. Uh, rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Yeah. Hello, Ohioan. Former mayor of Cincinnati, where Andrew Sten currently resides. Shout out. Um, so, yeah, um, we are a CrossFit show. Uh, we're going to talk some CrossFit stuff. Uh, a bunch of stuff came down today. I threw you a text because, like, every Thursday. So I try to start the, the notes earlier in the week. Of course, I I'm a protagonist or whatever. Procrastinator. And um, I'm loading it all up today and uh, and then more breaking news and more breaking news and more breaking news. I'm like, oh my gosh. So we're going to start with um, CrossFit announced a partnership with GoRuck. Now, after the announcement yesterday, many people believed that this announcement was going to be that they were going to become the new title sponsor. Right. Nowhere in this announcement does it say that GORUCK is a title sponsor. It is just the official apparel and footwear partner of CrossFit and the CrossFit Games. It does have an interesting caveat in here. Um, the partnership will see GORUCK launch a new CrossFit branded apparel line while delivering apparel and footwear to all CrossFit seminar staff. <coughs> uh, complementing the partnership CrossFit trainers who hold a level one training certificate or higher will have access to exclusive programs, discounts, and other benefits with the brand. The heart of GORUCK is the community. The people who have been with us since the beginning, pushing themselves, being better and serving others, said Jason McCarthy, founder. And while the community has evolved, the pillars on which it exists are the same. These pillars and commitment to the community are the collective tissue with CrossFit, which is why I'm confident this will be a successful relationship for years to come. 
And there is an aspect of this that is reaching out to um, the affiliates. Okay. Um, and I'm trying to find that as part of this. Uh, the other, uh, Jim Letchford. Yeah, Jimmy Letchford. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Jimmy Letchford. He actually says um, it. it is about apparel and shoes, but it's more about deepening existing communities through shared missions. And, and, and then they just give some of Jimmy's uh, credentials. Yeah, it's interesting because I can't imagine Go Ruck is, I, I guess I don't know a whole lot about their clothing um, and beyond. And I saw like some of their t-shirts that they were showing there, but like, do they have men's shorts and women's shorts and leggings? And are they going to outfit the kit for the games athletes? I believe that is going to be the case. So I do know that they sponsored Emily Rolf through last season. She wore all of their apparel at uh, semifinals in Pasadena. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, she did have shoes um, that were made for her to CrossFit in. And she helped because she was one of their first athletes. She got to help develop them. I've actually heard good things about their shoes. Although, man, I think that's a, I don't know if that's the route to go down is to force the shoes on all the athletes. I actually think that was a good thing of going away from that. Um, so to hear that they're the footwear and clothing sponsor gives me a bit of pause. Uh, Lex, I'm said it here too. I, they don't have lifters unless they make them. So like, yeah, right there, pro another piece of outsourced branding that's going to have to come in and, and maybe that's the compromise that's for lifting events or whatever. That's when you can wear a different shoe. But other than that, you got to wear these shoes. Um, it's just, I find it, I find it interesting to force athletes into shoes. Like everyone's feet are different. I don't believe that that changed in the rule book when we went over it last week the caveat about that you have to wear the apparel excluding footwear. I think so that's still in the rule book. Okay. Because okay. we would have gone over it had it changed. Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. we didn't really do that. And so I don't remember that change in the rule book at all. Yeah. So yeah, maybe it'll be something you see on just like, the volunteers and this and it does just say seminar staff which is different than like all your judges out there that's not all seminar staff um but yeah i don't know i'll have to go back and look at their clothing a little bit more it'd be nice to go back to some bolder colors um i always like that about the reebok games and it's not that i love bolder colors but it allowed you to differentiate the athletes because they had a wide variety of colors to choose from every year. Mm -hmm. And just by chance, you usually got 
different combinations oh, that yeah. you were able to tell who was who. Exactly. Um, that was my beef during the noble years is one, the name was so small on the Jersey. And then, um, and you couldn't tell who was who because mm -hmm. the combinations couldn't get very varied mm -hmm. um, with what they had to choose from. Yep. Agree. Agree. So, but traditionally go ruck is green, brown, white, black. Right. So and not like, that. not neon green. No. Uh, we're talking like army green. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it doesn't mean they're not open to brighter colors for this aspect of it. Mm -hmm. it. It also says in here, I was reading as you were talking that uh, the partnership is really only the three shoes. It is the CrossFit shoe, the ballistic trainer, and their ultra supportive rough runner shoes. Okay. okay. So, um, Kenneth says, Watch 2019 Games Doc this past weekend. Uniforms were choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree, Megan. Uh, their website is still a lot of neutral colors. Um, I remember when they were kind of introduced to Rogue in 21, 20 or 21. Um, it was 21. Uh, and they had a they had a booth. Uh, where the athletes came to collect some gear that they had made for them. And it was all the neutral colors. So, but it doesn't mean they're not willing to change. Yeah. Maybe they'll hear some feedback and migrate that way. But. Yeah. So, uh, Andrew Sten asks, uh, sure if I can get it to show. Um, they did the Nope, that's not what Andrew said. That's what Sarah said. So um, Sarah says, they did the custom ruck for Mayhem last year with the flag inside, I think. They did. You are correct on that. Um, and then Andrew said, I wonder if their deal covers other events. Yeah, nothing in the press release about that. Um, and then Megan says, like they expect us to get muddy. Uh, that's yeah. a different yeah. sport. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was one of the things that came out today. Um, the other thing is the first exemption has been released and it went to Roman Krennikov. He is going to compete in, the, and this is all via the barbell spin. So you can check them, the full story out there for that. Uh, Roman is going to compete in the North America East semifinal again this season and will not have to return to uh, Asia to compete in any aspect this year. If you read the full article on the barbell spin, there are some questions as to what, how Roman actually qualifies based on the bullet points of the new rule book. And it okay. is, it is a little like because he would not have to return home. Uh, there are no, because of the visa he possesses, there are no longer visa issues. So why is it that he is granted an exemption? 
when it doesn't meet anything in the bullets of the rule book. Not trying to be negative here. Just, uh, I think Brian Spin wrote the article. He brought this up at the end of it. Um, it doesn't seem very transparent when Roman doesn't meet those criteria that are set forth or even the new criteria of being a resident here for three years. Right. He hasn't quite made it there yet. Right. He's only at two. Yeah. So. Interesting. Cause that's good. I mean, that's somebody else is going to apply and get denied. And then there's going to be a whole fight over that. <clears throat> what seemed last year, they were handing out exemptions. Um, like Oprah was handing out cars back in the day. You get an exemption and you get an exemption and you get an exemption. Um, so. Um, I just wanted to go back with the sponsorship. Do you feel like, do you feel like there's not going to be a title sponsor? Like, do you, that logo that they released, do you think that's just like a G trying to look like a G for the games? Or do you think there's still a logo to go inside that and there is going to be a title sponsor? The logo is up next. I'm just kidding you. <laughs> it is towards the bottom, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't, I do not know. I, I don't know what game that we're playing because I don't think they planned on announcing this today with GORUCK. It's only because someone screwed up and put them on the website prior to the announcement being made that they had to hurry up and get the announcement out. Yeah. yeah. And I, maybe it's a different, if you actually read when they released the logo, which we can talk about now too, as well, the G stands for something else. Like, there was a full explanation as to what that whole logo stood for. And it was supposed to be, um, it was supposed to represent like a shield. Okay. Of protection. And that the athletes can overcome that at times. And that's why CrossFit Games is leaking out of the shield. And then the G, I don't think it's for games. I think it's, it's something that made less sense um, to me. <clears throat> but they did have a full explanation as to every aspect of that logo and what it stood for, what it meant. And the G was not for GORUCK. It was not for um, Glock, as many people said on my Instagram. It was not for Glassman, Kenneth. It, it, it actually had some kind of like esoterical meaning behind the whole thing. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And I guess, yeah. I guess if I was doing my due diligence, I could pull it up and tell you what it means. So let's, you keep talking about your logo and I will I'll pull that up real quick. Yeah, show the show to the audience this fancy dancy logo. It, it's it's something. I it, at very first glance, it looked a little born primitive ish to me, 
But the way CrossFit Games is written in there, I just can't see that even being a possibility. Um, I can see the shield aspect, and that's always sort of been a backbone of so games. Stand corrected. It is a crest. Yeah, yeah. It is a it. The new CrossFit Games modular logo system includes a logo, a crest, a monogram, and even a short name logo format based on how the CrossFit community refers to various stages of the season. The core of the new logo system is the CrossFit Games logo, which overlays the crest. The crest significance as an image of protection and movement is symbolic of the CrossFit more broadly, of, is symbolic of CrossFit more broadly and how it protects its practitioners from poor health and moves us toward fitness. Diaz also added, it forms a G shape with its open right side where the game's logo is set just outside the shield, which is symbolic of how CrossFit breaks the mold, remains against the grain, and creates a community that values movement and openness. But they never say what the G is for. Games. I mean, if you think about us breaking down the season. And I will pull it up here in a second. It's it's something. There it is, people. There it is, Jody. Take it all in. Yeah. Agree, Andrew. It it is a lot of explanation behind something that really should just grab you and like this this I don't know that it's it just grabs you. I, I I hate the font. Like <laughs> yeah, the font I don't. Is boring. Yeah, I I, th I think out of all of it, I don't like the games the most. Right, games in twenty twenty four. Yep, could be a little bit better. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm okay with your crest and your shield and and the G or whatever. But games in 2024 is so bad. It looks weak. It looks weak. It does look a little weak. I So I, I get their crest type, shield type idea. I mean, because even the 24, that's kind of always been the thing, right? Um, between, behind the logo. But I, I think that had like a bolder disposition about it. Like you just, I don't know. It, it stood out to you. This is. Oh, simple and effective, Ken. I don't know. <laughs> so you you look at the CrossFit font, and it is bold. It is strong. It is all the things that were described in that press release, right? Of breaking through and protecting and all of that stuff. This one, <laughs> the games, is not that. It's right. thin. It is... Um, it doesn't look strong. It looks weak to me. Um, that's my problem. And then one of our list, one of our listeners on Instagram said that it was an homage to Noble saying goodbye to them, but using their style. Hmm. 
Carolyn Prevo, I thought it was green though. This is straight from the press release, Carolyn. Straight from the press release. Um, and it is just the logo with no background. So you could pop it on whatever color you wanted, I guess. Um, and I know Spin put out a green one, but that did not come with the press release. Megan, so, Megan, the more I look, the more I dislike it. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yep. And they'll still sell a bunch of shirts. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Is that where's that logo really going? Like the what Go Ruck put out is just your typical CrossFit shirts and they look great. So maybe they just avoid using the logo. So Carolyn says their logo on Instagram is green, though, and looks better. Okay. They should have sent that out to the media as a green logo then. Yeah. If that was their intent. And like Holly says, with black and white, you get to save on printing costs. It's cheaper to print in black and white. Yeah, it is. On, you guys see it? You probably can't see the color. It's like a yellowish green when you bring it up. It's to the camera. green, but the writing is um what like white crossfit green logo. It doesn't for me, for me personally. And I and I I put out the poll without saying anything about it myself. Um I let you the you the viewers and the fans tell us what it was that you liked or disliked and it was 75% did not like it. 25% did. Um, even in green, it doesn't change the font piece of, for me. Yeah. Agreed. Or even the G is very thin. Yep. And Carolyn says, we'll get used to it and we'll be, and it'll be fine. I'm sure it will be. But it's the off season. We have nothing else to talk about. So there will be a new logo next year. Don't get too used to it. Yeah. I did hear a rumor that they were going for something more simple so that if title sponsors changed, if we have title sponsors, it it wouldn't it would be an easier switch. So yeah, that makes sense. Thanks. Um, so there's that. So we've hit the logo and the uh, Roman thing and the uh, Goruk thing. So this week, so before before we get into that, I did a riff yesterday about the Masters. I've given guests on the show, even before my riff, that have won legends the opportunity to talk about it. I understand that this puts you in a very difficult situation. And if you don't want to talk about it on the air, I completely understand. I, you know, I don't mind talking about it. And I'm probably one of the more vocal ones. Um, I was one of the ones that had reached out to Grub. Um, and I, 
and I realize like most, I think most athletes will kind of bite their tongue and not say much. Like nobody wants to look like the bad guy or talk down about anybody. And in the same vein, when we're talking about go ruck being a kit sponsor, probably, and then a title sponsor, I think like that kind of designation is what probably had me had and has me a little frustrated with legends. Um, We were told that first form was a title sponsor. And to me, there's such a thing as clothing or footwear sponsorship and title sponsorship. And so maybe, maybe this is new to them. I don't know, but I feel like maybe they should have just said first form is our kit sponsor, your, your clothing sponsor for the year, because I felt like first form was jumping in with like a decent chunk of money. And that's probably how we were going to get paid. Um, Quite honestly, I think there's a lot and I may be over speaking for this. So I don't know. Other people can comment on this. Um, But I feel like there's quite a few people who would prefer not to get clothes and wear their own clothing. There's a lot of athletes that don't even wear the clothes that are given to them, even though Legends is like, hey, wear the clothes. You have to wear the clothes. Please wear the clothes. And they still go put on different shorts, different tops. Like they clearly don't want to wear their clothes. I don't think taking away the clothes is necessarily the idea because that is an exciting thing to get. Like the, the kit is, it does make you feel like you're getting something. Um, They were trying to make it more games. Like when you walk in and you get that big bag of stuff and get your picture taken. So like, I'm not saying that, that, that isn't something that should be provided. I, I do think that's a great aspect. Um, but maybe it needs to be labeled as such that they're the kit or clothing sponsor and and that's it. Um, because I think when we heard title sponsor, um, we just thought there was probably more behind that. And you talked about this. Joe was on her show. They eliminated the telecast, which was a major expense. So when you hear that as well, the anticipation is, that that money was where they were getting their cost savings to not go out of pocket anymore. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, and this is where I don't want you to talk is that by putting the, the competitors last on your priority list is where things are falling short. It happened. And this is not just legends. So I'm not picking on them. And again, they were awesome to us when when we were there. Um, I got access I've never got before. But what what you've done, you're setting a precedence that the athlete doesn't matter. And it's happened at MFC. It's happened at Legends. And it's happening again. Even though they're going to get paid out at Wadapalooza, they are not being treated like like an athlete who is paying the same entry fee as the elite athletes are. If you want to make them a community athlete, then you discount the amount that they need to pay to be there. Where, where we have, where we have gone is 
the masters, especially 35 to 49 is your cash cow. It is your cash cow for everything, for everybody. It's their open money, their quarterfinal money that's funding a lot of what's going forward because it is 50% plus of the open population. And I've talked to some athletes where they're to a point where they're just accepting it because that's the way it's always been. And I, it's funny you say this, Carolyn, because I was just saying this to Jamie before we went on the air. I think it's easier for Grub to say he's not surprised or mad because he's he has the most sponsors out of anyone and isn't cons- as concerned money-wise for comps. Exactly. But when you take someone like Jamie who's on the come up, who's trying to make a name for herself, one, you eliminate the broadcast so there's no way for anybody to get eyes on her. Two, you eliminate prize money to offset the cost for her to be there. At some point, it's better for her just to get on Instagram and do workouts in her gym than to go across the country because she's racked up five first places now. And I know I'm being I'm exaggerating, but she's built a resume. She needs exposure. She needs exposure to help her to continue to do this moving forward. And I want to be the one taking the heat for this. So that's why I'm saying it. I appreciate it. I, I'm i not against saying it. I do, like, I truly do think like you need, like they need to reevaluate their priorities. O'Keefe was, I think, spot on. And we know that that guy knows how to run a comp. And he basically had those sentiments. Like venue payout, then we buy, then we get specific equipment or signage or what like you got to really like set the budget and I don't know if they need help from someone like O'Keefe to like help figure out a and he had some ideas in there about like how sponsors like I don't know you guys that was a pretty good episode I would go back and watch that but um he had some thoughts on talking elite fitness's channel they talked about this this morning it was yesterday, I believe. Yesterday. Okay. Yesterday. Um, and O'Keefe talked about how to put together a package. Uh, so that's, And I said to my riff, it should be one of the first things budgeted out. Right. 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 Yeah. I mean, I've, a lot of people, I've been kind of disappointed with like the response on Instagram. Um, in some of the posts, just like people are like, they didn't announce a payout. So I don't know why you guys are all getting butt hurt. And just like, just saying we compl- complained of a complaint. And I realized they didn't announce a payout, but they paid every year. And, and when you hear there's a new title sponsor and broadcast is like, you just in your mind, you're like, Oh, we're probably getting at least what we got last year. Then like, you don't assume that it's going from payout to zero and not only zero, like, nothing. I was like, I was pretty harsh on MFC and we got stuff, which you talked about. And we like, I, hopefully they get their, get some more payout and 
get their bills paid and have some left over and we do get a little something. I mean, that's really all we can hope for at this point. And I know they, I know they will try. I know they want to pay the athletes. It just sucks that I feel like the budget maybe wasn't budgeted out correctly. So there's a lot of comments here. Um, I'm going to start with Lex. Uh, Grubb's comments as blanket statements for all masters was off-putting. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I love Jason. Um, I actually consider him to be a friend now. Um, and I'm hoping to have him on to kind of have this conversation a little further. Yeah. yeah. Um, Andrew Sten says, O'Keefe was part of Waza for years. Masters were treated the same as they are now. I don't trust anything he says. Uh, Jody Lynn says, Masters need to collectively make a stink. It's so unfair. And then Lex and Carolyn kind of echo the same thing. Podium should at least get their registration back. At least, yeah. It was not cheap this year. That's another thing. Like, even that went up. I, I think that's where that's where things get muddied because mature masters athletes aren't telling people what they had to pay to do this. Right. Right. You're everybody's keeping it close to the vest. So nobody knows what the cost is to sign up for these competitions. Like Lex says, I can do without a name placard. <clears throat> and they didn't even use them at the event. So you pay for that. You have a two stories tall sticker that goes on the wall, but you yeah, don't have a yeah. broadcast to even show it. Yeah, completely unnecessary there. And and I don't want to pick apart things because it was a good competition. They did treat us well. But doing simple math, I know what the registrations were. I know what the qualifiers were and at a very, very conservative approach, you're talking well over $200,000 just in that coming in. Yep. And that is very conservative. Yeah. And you have first form as a sponsor. You had what, 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 I'm trying to think of the sponsors now. There were some big sponsors there. There were some pretty big sponsors. I just, I think it puts a bad taste in some of the athletes' mouths with first form being a title sponsor and then not like, I don't know. Like, it's just weird. You, you would have expected a swag bag or something at the end of the weekend if that, like, so I'm like, that's so that's what your title sponsorship was no nothing like no, that's what i'm no, saying like no, no i so i didn't I think know that, any vendors I, I that didn't that pay got a, i think that got blown out of proportion the email said they were still waiting on some payment and bills that they had to pay that got taken as vendors didn't pay. I don't believe that is the case. Yeah. I think that little bit in the email got taken way out of context. 
I do but, think maybe some vendors backed out right before. I don't know. I don't know. There were there were quite a few more than uh, yeah. some of the old semifinals. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know. It it's it's just kind of baffling. Yeah. I know there's athletes money. that it is because I know there's athletes that especially of the younger athletes that go that go there for a prize purse. And to say that like we just do it for fun or the glory like that like you can't you can't keep doing these just for the glory. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> That's going to that's going to be our new shirt for 2024 as we have no sponsors ourselves. We're just doing it for the glory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I did not see that Jody Lynn. Um Hiller ripped their protein, perhaps had an effect on first form finances. Yeah, he did kind of. In the same vein that he ripped Momentus, though, I actually think he went harder on Momentus. I think it's about what you want in your protein. Yeah. And Hiller may want one thing. Joe Average may want something else. Yeah. So, anyway... There's that. That's our negative portion of the show. We're now yes, going to get right. positive a little bit. <clears throat> well, Jody Lynn, like there are serious hardcore like bodybuilders or fitness people that want the purest protein you can possibly have. And some of us average Joes can't afford that. Like I can't sustain myself on that. Right. Um, and so I'm looking for the best bang for my buck. That's all. Like, so I have a different approach to it than like a Hiller who can afford that kind of stuff right now. I actually I think can't. Hiller takes a price per serving view. He does a good job. He makes that caveat. Like he's not, he's not trying to, I think he thinks it's ridiculous to pay $65 for a 30 serving canister of pro protein. But. Yeah. I mean, th there's times I buy those little premier protein already made things just because they're easy. Mm -hmm. Like, and when, and when I'm on the road or I'm doing a bunch of stuff, I can just grab one, get my protein in. Uh, Travis doing the thrifty shopping for us, a cent at Costco, four pound bag, can't beat it. There you go. Balling on a budget. Yep. That's where Love I'm at. <laughs> so, um, we're going to talk Wadapalooza. And I know our guy Vindicate's going to be down there. Um, slinging some shirts. Slinging some shorts. Slinging some uh, joggers, hopefully. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. And I know he had a huge year last year down at Wadapalooza, and hopefully they have even a bigger one this year. But we're going to talk about, it's going on in a week and a half. We're going to do wrap-up shows 
not from Miami, from the comfort of our own home. Um, and it's going to involve the whole crew. It's going to involve the roundtable crew and Jamie and I. Awesome. So uh, we're going we're gonna to hit you from weird times because we don't want to do it ultra late like we've always done it in the past. We're going to kind of hit you midday and we'll catch up from whatever we missed the next day and then so on, right? And then probably do a big Monday wrap-up of the whole doggone thing. <clears throat> so look for times on that. Once we get everybody scheduled, um, we will let you know what shows are available when, and we'll put them out on YouTube so you know what's going on. So with that, first thing I tried to do is get who is confirmed to be there and competing. And so I have a quick list we'll go through, and then they have released some of the workouts. We'll go through them and let Jamie kind of take a peek at those and give her impressions as to what they look like this year. So with that, first of all, we have confirmed teams on the men's side that are team tier, which is Ricky Garrard, Dallin Pepper, and Jason Hopper. Team Gowad, Justin Medeiros, Willie Georges, and Jay Crouch. Very interesting team. Interesting. Golden Oldies. Golden Oldies, Pat Vellner, Travis Mayer, Will Morad. What I find fascinating here is this. This is breaking up a lot of teams. I know. Right? But Pat and and uh, Travis together I is, and I love Will. So I that team I already love yeah. out of the game. It's and then we have the Ombre Ombres, who have been doing kind of a world tour anyway. Yes. And that is Chandler Smith, Tolomora Quino, and I never pronounced that right, and I apologize, um, and Noah Olson. Well, it's better than Down Under, who they just say Maracino all the time. I'm like, what? You're not that even cool. Cool. I think that no, is I don't think cool. I think it's Morakino. No, it's because it's, I have said it wrong forever. And I always said it Morakino. It is Morakino. No. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that is the actual thing. So those are the four, five teams, four teams that have been confirmed by Wadapalooza. There is no leaderboard out there yet to check. So we can't even do that. But these are confirmed on their Instagram. One women's team, which is Team Ice Barrel, which is Brooke Wells, Paige Powers, and Bailey Rail. Paige and Bailey don't surprise me. The Brooke Wells aspect of that, a little bit of surprise. Yeah, interesting. But that is the only women's team that has been confirmed. And I will warn you, after being there last year, there were a lot of teams that changed lineups right before the team competition because people got hurt during the individual competition or yep. withdrew for safety precautions or whatever. Right. So <laughs> Sarah Cooper says, guess they're winning. There's definitely more. So on the individual men's side, we have about seven, eight. And it is Roman Krenikoff, Brent Fikowski, Travis Mayer, Pat Vellner, Nick Matthew, Guy Mejeros, 
and Ricky Garrard. Pretty stacked lineup for only having eight names at this point. So Lex is trying to bring us some breaking news with her sleuthing. Did you see Brooke Wells doesn't tag Noble anymore? From her last post, it looks like she may be Reebok now. Interesting. They all come back. She's to the best shoes so, on the planet. So much Noble apparel, I can't even imagine. Now she'll have so much Reebok apparel. If that is in fact the case, but a very interesting observation, Lex. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, so Aaron brings up Colton. Kenneth brings up Colton. I know that Colton has said things. Wadapalooza has not confirmed him as an athlete. So I only grabbed who Wadapalooza has confirmed as an athlete. Sarah Cooper says, better check her local Goodwill soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she might as well just sell that stuff that she can make a small fortune, I think. Um, Andrew Sten says, I saw a post that said Noble was ditching athletes. Would love to see Reebok back in CrossFit more. I agree. They, ha they have, I feel like they're still, male is still wearing their stuff and Tia as Ooh. well. Oh, male Noble, yes. Yeah, so they have a couple. They probably just. Or we're not into the new season yet. Yeah, I can't imagine they're going to ditch all their athletes. I mean, but they did have quite a few athletes. I guess the one to watch would be Emma Lawson. Let's see what she yeah. is posting or wearing and posting. So speaking of women on the. Um, Carolyn says, but I think she's still staying noble. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Uh, individual women confirmed by Wadapalooza. Olivia Kerstetter, Emily Rolfe, Sydney Wells, Danny Spiegel, Ariel Lowen. That's all we have listed so far. I have checked wow. three times today. I was hoping they'd have the leaderboard up, but they do not have it up yet. Hmm. I don't know what surprise they're waiting on. Well, did you say, did you say Aaliyah in there? Because I didn't she make a post that she got backfill invite? Again, I only went by what Wadapalooza announced, okay. but Aaliyah is RX this year anyway. She is not elite. I thought she got a backfill to elite. Oh, okay. She wasn't going to go if she only qualified as RX, which is what she qualified for. And so she wasn't going to go. Again, I've seen a ton of people post on their Instagram, but I could not be sure to catch everyone. So I yeah. only went with Wadapalooza confirmed. Fair enough. Fair enough. On, on this list. So, uh, let's take a quick look at the workouts. Have you seen any of these? Nope. Nope. 
All right. So the first one is Cortadito. Mm -hmm. And the elite version of that is four time 2159 parallel bar dips, hang power cleans into 1512 shoulder to overhead bar muscle ups, 185, 125. Initial thoughts? I like it. I, I think that second 15-12-9 is going to be gnarly. Holy cow. Bye-bye shoulders. You don't, yeah. Man, I can, I, I can see some questionable lockouts on those later shoulder to overheads. Huh, that's a good workout. I like it a lot. All right, so that's what I believe that's event one. They don't even number them. It's kind of crazy. There's only a couple of each one. So Deja Vu is another individual workout. We go to Elite. It is three-minute, five-minute, four-time, eight-minute cap, one-minute rest between each. I did see this workout. Assault calorie row. Uh, that assault rower is awful. Yeah, 30 wall balls, 35 chest to bar pull-ups, 30 box jump overs, 25 dumbbell snatches. Two scores. Total reps across all parts. Time on part C. Now that's where I'm confused. Because I only see an A and a B, a three and a five. Yeah. So I think if you go down here, there is a flow. All over again. I mean, I, mean, I still don't see like a part C. Yeah, I don't see a part C either. <sighs> You're not getting through that in the first three minutes. No. Like, And you're starting over for the second? Yeah. So I'm assuming is their time. They're assuming you're finishing the second part. In, in the eight-minute gap minute, one, one, you're going to finish. Yeah, they are. I saw the no sprint to the finish. They are, yeah, messing with the yeah. They are. They are pushing my buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, Nothing I hate more. This one will be hard to follow on the floor, for sure. What's up, Jess? There, there's only one three-minute part, Andrew. Yeah, it's three minutes, then five minutes, then up to eight minutes. But they're assuming they're probably hoping people will finish the in the up to eight minute section. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, that's good just a, workout. Just I feel like this flow is going to be. It's a good workout for the gym. I don't know how well it's going to tra 
play out on the floor. All right. So we have two sprintish type workouts. Double or nothing. Elite. Your favorite for max load. Two attempts of the following complex. One snatch, one hang snatch. 45 seconds on, 45 seconds off. Tie break is max overhead squats. Yeah, at least there's a tie break. Is there a weight for the overhead squat tie break? I'm assuming it's your bar, right? I don't know how you would do that. I don't know. I feel like usually, yeah, that is really interesting. So, Barry, which workout do you want Jamie to yeah. do tomorrow? <laughs> which one? <laughs> oh, man, max weight in this one snatch, one hang snatch. I don't know. 300. I need to see who's, who's going to be there. Well, if Tudor's Tra there, 325. Yeah. I think you got to go off of someone like Travis Mayer. You want me to do that three minute, five minute, eight minute one? Ugh. Yeah, I might. I can maybe give that a go at some point. Um, I'll let you know where I get to in the three and the five minutes. Oh, Gee's there. Gee, Gee oh, there three. you go. He'll yeah, hit, he'll hit over three. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That'll, that'll be a good one for Gee. Is he uh, competing in the elite or the Latin America? That's a good yeah. question too. I mean, if they get paid the same, he'd probably should go let <laughs> let him. Danny Spiegel is already confirmed individually. She'll she crush is. that. Yep. All right. So that is all for the elite that I think has been announced. Um, yep. Cause this just beat it as the bike thing. Um, that is that everybody's doing except the elite. Okay. Um, then I think we get to teams, the three person teams. And here's Worm Fran. Uh, 21 worm thrusters. Each athlete performs 21 reps. Eight pull-ups. Oh. Seven chest-to-bar. Six bar muscle-ups. So you've got to do each of those. That sort of makes sense. Then 15. Each athlete performs 15 reps. Of six, five, four, and nine worm thrusters each, four, three, two, six, each athlete, three, two, one. Gross. While the one athlete is on the rig, the other two are holding the worm. Oh, that's even worse. Yeah, way worse. Yeah, I mean, I feel like going like third at that. I don't know. I guess there's not even a good good point to be in that workout because you don't want to go you don't want to jump into those 21 reps straight off of 21 thrusters you also don't want to stand there and hold it and then go do it 
that's gross. Yeah. Okay. So then These I will think. Be interesting. Earth Uno Dolph Trace. Move back over here. Elite. Four time, 20 wall walks, 40 strict handstand push ups, 60 handstand push ups. One holds handstand, one works, one rests. Into 240 synchro double unders. That's easy to judge. And then 60 deadlifts, 40 hand cleans, 20 front squats, all synchro. Oh my gosh. With How three varying weights on each barbell. That's this is gonna be a nightmare. Those hang those 40 hand cleans are gonna be a joke. Synchro. Are you actually gonna stop people at the top and make sure all three are at, are stopped at the top? Yeah. What about the deadlifts? It's gonna be utter chaos. It is gonna be chaos. People are gonna try to go so fast. Yeah. Oh boy. So yeah, it's a lot of handstand push-ups too. That is a lot. Strict, into yeah. That's Forty a lot. strict, that's a lot. sixty regular. Wow, one of our our experienced judge says they've done it before. Synchro double under is stupid. Yeah, I remember watching at the games the synchro double under. That was interesting. Um, but I feel like this, the especially the 40 hand cleans, is going to be the biggest nightmare. I don't know that I've seen a team of three synchro. I've seen pairs synchro hand cleans. <clears throat> the sandbag send. For time, buy-in of 350, 360 feet, sandbag carry, 120 each. Each athlete performs relay style, 975, sandbag clean, sandbag squat, 150-100, buy-out, 360-foot, sandbag carry, 120 each. That'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah, I like that one. <clears throat> I, I, Wiz, Wadapalooza always does these sandbag, and there's always judging mishaps in this one. It's because of the short floor and the and the always turning. Did yep. they cross yep. the line? Did they not cross the line? Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah. That's if they can get good judges on the floor for this, this will be good. Right. Right. Yeah. I just don't like when judges are the discrepancy of a winner or not. And it seems to happen a lot at Wadapalooza, especially in an event like this. Uh, the only thing I will say, Kenneth, is because it's relay style, the first two people, if you dive on the bag, it's going to penalize you because your guy can't pick it up, your second or third person. Cannot pick it up to, to then go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's see if there's another one up here. Worms can't swim. Four time, 
30 worm clean and jerk, athlete one swim, athlete two and three synchro burpees, 50 over the, over the worm, over the, over the, over the. 20 clean and jerks, athlete two swim, athletes one and three, 50 synchro burpees over the worm. Then 10 clean and jerks, athlete three swim, athlete one and two, 50 synchro burpees over the worm, five worm clean and jerks. Gross. Gross. But I love, I love the swim events there. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're a quick out and back around the buoy. That's easy to see. It actually makes it pretty riveting, uh, and, and entertaining to watch. Plus you never know what you're going to get on the, uh, the way out down the little runway, people jumping over each other, people slipping and sliding. You never know what you're going to get. I think that's it. I agree with Andrew. That's a good team event. And then finally, there's one more here. It's the bike event or bike race. <clears throat> and this is the one that is not the elite as well. So just beat it and bike race are not for the elite. I thought everyone, scroll back down. I thought everybody was doing this. I thought this was the offsite or whatever. Going, what's the same team as elite? In the open. What's teams elite? So, so the, the elite teams are running a 5K trail run. Combined time. So they're running it individually. Add up the three times. Um. We'll see if it's actually 5k and the indy rx are 50 or 40 cal echo bike and then a 5k trail run nice yeah Astrid no no cool. elite like indy is on here no that's just rx elite it's i think they announced as every division except for the elite on this one okay the elite indies Yeah, I'll be and curious this, to see some of the masters on that. That's that's I like that event. Just beat it. This is beaded double unders, dumbbell facing burpees, beaded double unders, dumbbell thrusters, and that's the one that does not have an elite listed either. It looks like just about every individual division not elite on that one. So that yeah. is, that's a great point. Yeah. You know, so they probably don't want the elite Indies doing the same workout the following day with the teams. That's a great that's point. Totally yep. 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 Awesome. So I will stop sharing that. And the only thing I have, so that's Wadapalooza. Again, watch for our YouTube channel. We will be doing wrap-up shows. And I talked to Holly today. I don't know if she's still on. We are going to put up updates on our IG from the elites 
the RX and the masters and the teens. Wow. Because I'm home to help her. We're going to split the work um, and put up leaderboards, stuff like that throughout the day. So watch our Instagram too for all of that. Um, Cause we'll be doing that this weekend. Awesome. <clears throat> um, the other thing I want to promote is I just interviewed Lynn Watt, um, our, my first ever guest from Scotland. Um, that was a, a really fun interview. She was so nervous, but did so awesome. Um, she won the 60 to 64 year old division at legends. It was a great interview. We had to do it in the middle of the day yesterday because of the time difference to Scotland. So if you miss that, it's well worth a watch. She's, she's just a charming um, woman and has, it was really cool to kind of hear what she had to say. So make sure you check that out. Then last week we, in our weekend review, we talked about our best um, post workout interviews so we have collected some of those and we're going to play them for you today, tonight, just to kind of remember how things went down um, and take a look back at one last look back at 2023. And the first one is, I said, one of my favorites was Kelly Baker after she tripped over the bag yet still made the games. And so we're going to start there. Oh my goodness. Did you have to give us all a heart attack in that last event? Oh, yeah, I don't, I'm still, like, reliving it in my brain. That was a nightmare, but I'm just grateful I got in. You did enough in event six that you had a point yeah. buffer enough to keep yeah. it, to get you in. And oh, yeah, that was, so uh, my, my mom's going to have a heart attack, but <laughs> I didn't know idea, too. Like, I think a lot of times you have a little idea, like a coach will be like, I think you're in or yeah. something, and I just, I was waiting for them to say someone else's name. We're very proud of you this weekend. Yeah. Got some more time to put some more training under the belt. Yeah. And we're going to see you at the game. Thank you. Good yeah. job. And that one was actually done by Jamie. Yeah. And it was one of my favorites. So um, uh, that she's giving her mother a heart attack. One of my favorite lines from, from that. Another one from Jamie was when she chased Pat Vellner down uh, the street so that was it was this one the life of an elite athlete how'd it feel uh, it wasn't very good but it's nice to have one done so i don't know that was a bit of an unpredictable one just because we don't know what that equipment feels like right and it's a bit it's a bit different depending on your lane on like what happens with the slide so you have to deal with frustrations in the middle of the workout which is not as common in a semi-final so final setting that's like something we see more at the games but uh you know so you haven't used that piece of equipment that sled piece no no, no i don't think anybody really had and there was none in the back so oh, that's the first time you got your hands on it was after the bike well i appreciate your time i'm gonna let you get recovered yeah, i am excited to see you on that too Thank you're my you. pick <laughs> and jamie gives the plug that she picked him for the next event <laughs> i had to let him know so the next one is one I did. Um, I mentioned it last week. It was Cole Sager. It was not one that I expected to be one of my favorites, uh, but 
again, my mother still believes that he is a long lost relative of mine. So I guess uh, when I interview family, things go well. So here's the Cole Sager one. So, Sundays are for Cole. Sundays are fun days, yeah. Yeah, so you went out hard there, had a great workout. Thank you. And it came down to a couple tenths of a second. Yeah. Do you love these days? I love these days. That's just, I mean, I love pressurized situations. It's fun to compete in, it's fun to be a part of. It challenges you and teaches you things that I don't know that any other like arena would teach you. You know what I mean? It's like you need to find out things about yourself, about life. It's a fun place to be. So well, the last event looks good for you. I just I loved his response. Yeah, yeah. He's good. It, was, it was good. Uh the next one we have up is my friend Ariel, who is always super laid back at these things. Um, and it's a short one, uh, but I wanted to share this one too as one of my friends. Here with Ariel Lowen, right after Linda. Yeah. You're having a really good weekend doing everything you need to do. Exactly. That was kind of the plan coming into it. Top 10. If better than that happens, awesome. But just kind of like run my own race and try not to look around too much. With a field that wide, is it hard to not get caught up in everything going on? I actually just... like it better because there's so much chaos going on. I know that not one person is watching me specifically. Like it kind of takes away some pressure because I know there's so many people. Like, who do you watch? Yeah. yeah. Well, good luck the rest of the weekend. Thanks. Appreciate right. it, Scott. Bye. See ya. Again, just hoping to get top 10. This is semifinals. Yeah. yeah. So cool that she actually hit the podium. Um, as I was going back through these from semis, um, Jamie actually hit a murderer's row where she interviewed Justin Medeiros, Chandler Smith, and Pat Vellner after the weekend was over. Um, so I picked one from there that was just different than we'd had from other ones, and that's Chandler Smith, who was awesome. <laughs> here with Chandler Smith. You just punched your ticket back to Madison. Yeah. You've got your wife going. Yeah, she qualified. I know a lot of us last year really, I mean, we felt that emotion last year out there at Granite Games with you. What does this mean to you getting back? Um, it means it's like it's been the only thing I've been focused on for the last year. I, uh, you know, as athletes, our career shelf life is really short. And so you only get so many chances to prove yourself, step into the ring with the best guys in the world. And I was very upset, or I just felt frustrated last year that I didn't get the, the chance to use one of my opportunities to the fullest of my abilities. And I spent the rest of last year, like with Austin competitions, like really dialing in on that. But more importantly now, I'm able to celebrate because I have a lot of friends who've done a lot of really cool stuff this year. My wife's qualified, as you said, was awesome. Noah made it for the 10th time. Yep. Cole Sager's one people I look up to most of the space. He made it up for the 10th time. And like, you want to be able to celebrate with these people. And even last year, like, there's a lot of folks I was very happy for, but I couldn't feel like I couldn't really give them the emotional energy I wanted to because I was so down about my stuff. So um, I'm just grateful that I kind of had the chance to be able to be available for other people again. The people are excited for you. We're excited to watch you in Madison. I'm, I'm happy to put on the show, so I'm excited to be on Congratulations. Thank you so much. So such a good interview. Like awesome. what you got out of him in that moment uh, was so much for what a minute and seven seconds or something ridiculous. Yeah. You get, uh, you get tight time, man. They don't, they don't let you just hang out there with these guys. Uh, so my next one is one, one of my favorites that I did 
and is always one of my favorites. And it's Scott Tetlow because he just starts talking. You never know where it's going to go, um, but it's so much fun. And he was doing so well over this weekend, so close to a game spot, uh, but missed out. But we're Scott All right, we're Scott Tetlow. Tied. Not only no, apparently, apparently I won according to the tiebreaker. There's a tiebreaker. There's a tiebreaker. There's a tiebreaker. Apparently. That round happened round in the women's One season. round score, I guess. So you and Colton going head-to-head fit wars, too. I know, right? It just so happened to have burpees and mel- ring muscles in it, too. Yeah. So. so was that the plan all along, which you, you unbroken on the muscle-ups? Yes. Crush the pistols? Try to do that. Try to stay smooth on the pistols, get no no-reps. I got two no-reps, but just kind of work through those and just get to the box where I saw a lot of people transition on the walk. I was like, hey, let's jog. Let's just try to get to the box and start making making moves on the uh, burpees. All right. Great end of your day. You ready and set up for the weekend? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, usually, past, uh, past two events on day two, I'm going into like chasing a spot where hopefully that was enough to keep me inside the top ten for day two. Awesome job, man. Thank you. So good. So good that that all, like, these memories are so cool that it actually was a Fit Wars rematch for the win in that event. Um, and it was same movements that they used in Fit Wars, and Tetlow got him this time. He is, he is so animated. So I love it. it. Yeah. So the next one up is actually one you picked last week as one of your favorites. And it's not because she was at the top of the heap, but her husband was. And it yeah. was Carrie Stevenson. Um, known She was also Carrie Tobias, right? Carrie, no. Why am I not thinking it right? Anyway, Steve, yeah, she is Mitchell Stevenson's wife, but she in her own right, she was actually a better CrossFit longer than Mitchell was. And she is now prioritizing different things in her life, but she's still qualified for semis. You captured that moment. It was so good. I'm here with Carrie Beamer, also Stevenson. So you are Mitchell's wife. Yep. Yeah. Um, was your goal to make it to semifinals and you're just kind of here? Yeah. Is it helpful to be, to be here? But, yeah. Is it helpful to be able to give him feedback? Yeah. You, yeah. You guys share totally. Yeah. And I have two other really close friends who are competing in the higher heats than me. So a former teammate of mine, Chris Staff, and then training partner and friend, Gabrielle Spence. And Mitchell, so it's kind of awesome to like go first usually and yeah. then be like, oh, the, the rope's a little oily or, you know, the handstand feels like this. So, yeah. How proud of, yeah. You, are, of you are, Mitchell, this Oh, week. my gosh. Don't make me cry. <laughs> so proud. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're excited to watch him, and it's been nice seeing you on the floor. Thanks. So, so one more event, uh, and yeah, then you get to relax more. and cheer yes. your heart out for him. Yeah, You caught that emotion. It was yeah, so good. Yeah. Um, the fact that like three members of the team that went to the games were all competing individually there at the semis was really cool. And uh, and you got to capture that, which was awesome. So we got two left. Two left to stick with us about three more minutes. And that is the next one is I picked this one out for you because I thought you interviewed him so well. And it was Tudor Magda, who you caught him right after the lift, but he had had a rough weekend. And I thought what you did here was awesome, and I wanted to show it off. So 
Here's Tudor Magda. I'm here with Tudor Magda. Just finished test four and five. Started with Linda today. Went pretty well for you. Yeah, I, I think I got second in my heat and uh, I made that push at the end. So <laughs> you had you were hungry today, I'm assuming, yeah? Yeah, definitely, yeah. 325. Yeah. Does the limit exist? <laughs> um I hope not. I hope I hope we can keep climbing, but I'd love it if the other stuff could climb with it. But we'll we'll work on that, so it is amazing to watch you move a barbell hit those snatch numbers you move it so well um we're really excited to keep you watch climb keep watching you climb the leaderboard thank you great interview thanks uh because it's it's hard he's not an easy person to interview he doesn't always agree to it yes i was surprised he said yes <clears throat> but luckily right. i just snatched his heart out so he was i think a little more willing so my last one i left off my list last week but it's probably my favorite um from the whole season and in this vein with these people he's the people's champ everybody doubts him and yet he keeps coming back and making the games year after year after year and so this is right after colton had wrapped up his third consecutive CrossFit Games um, invite, and I got him right on the floor, which was amazing. Wolf Gold Mertens just punched his third straight ticket to the CrossFit Games. Every year, you have your doubters. Every year, you prove them wrong. What are people going to learn? Hopefully, if they learn by now, then they just might not learn, you know. Honestly, though, I had a lot of doubts myself coming into this year. You know, I started out the year in the hospital being diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder, and I thought my season and maybe my career was done. I just made the choice to keep fighting and not worry about the results and what things would be. I decided to just try and prepare, be as prepared as I could on the day that it mattered and end up working out. So just like every year, you've closed some gaps. What are you going to do in the next two months? Keep on doing it. I mean... It's funny, every year I qualify since the first year, I look at the events and I say, man, if we had these events last year, I wouldn't have qualified. I wouldn't have been fit enough for these events. And this year, same thing. I made huge strides in my running and machine work, and you know, it's paid off big time, and it got me through. So well, congratulations. You made it back three years in a row. Thanks, Pat. So good. So good. Awesome. Yeah, that was, that's one of my favorites. Um, yeah. We, we he did his first ever podcast with us at a, in a barn that had such a bad signal. Then we struggled through. I think it was an hour. It maybe it was forty minutes, but the struggle was real that day. And uh, ever since that day, him and Ali had become such good friends. Um, we got to hang out after Granite Games in twenty two, twenty two. Yeah, and uh, it was one of the coolest things in my life. I owe Colton a ton and that interview was awesome. So just a little look back at, we did over a hundred post workout interviews during two semifinals. That was just a taste of some of our favorites. Um, there's so many more favorites. It was really hard to pick. Um, it just, it was really cool. Um, 
and actually Kenneth mentioned Carolyn. Carolyn gave me so much good material that I still have sitting to do a documentary with that I just have because of my day job and what's happened, I haven't had time to get it cut out to do anything with. And uh, she's Carolyn's one of the best interviews ever. Like she will tell you everything that happened in that event analytically, even though it just happened to her, which is really cool. <clears throat> Any final thoughts from you, Jamie? It was your yeah. first year doing this. I know it was overwhelming, nerve wracking. Um, but I just kind of jumped in the deep end and I truly appreciate the opportunity. Um, hopefully I can just get better. When you look back at them, do you remember them as they or would yeah. you black out for moments? No, I, I remember and I like, and I finish and I'm like, Oh, why'd you say that? Or why didn't you say that? Or, um, but you're like, you're so crammed for time that it's, it's tough to get out what you want to say or to like, try to keep them in like, cause sometimes they like Marquand wants to talk. Some of them want to talk and you can't even like the athlete control people are like yanking them away. They're like, you got to stop them. I'm like, they just want to talk. <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because we have always taken the philosophy, two questions, one minute. Yeah. That's our, that's our, that's our, that's what we're shooting for. Other, there are other people in this business that go five minutes in these. I don't know how, I don't know how that even happens. I think, to me, you lose the authenticity of the moment when you go beyond the minute. Yeah. And so that's always been our, that's since I started this in 2021, that has always been my goal. Two questions, one minute. If they answer quick, you might get a third one in as a follow-up and still be under the minute. But, and then you get people like Rebecca Fusilay who is, who is spitting out words that you have to catch and you right. just have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. If you know, so I feel like now like going through it, I feel like just going and getting someone's reaction after event four, you just ask a couple questions and just see, see how they're feeling, you know, get a, a response to that event if you know you have the opportunity to catch these athletes throughout a weekend, you're fine with that. It's, it's when you only are going to get one opportunity with Rebecca and you actually like have things you want to hear her say, and you want her to be able to speak about, um, or like the really hard ones are like, not, I mean, Chandler's wasn't hard, but like you actually want to like recap the weekend or you want to, you know, you don't want to just get event fours recap. 30 second reaction. You want more content. So, um, yeah, the drive-by interviews are fun. Those like post workout off the floor, quick reactions are incredibly cool. And I think no, if you are confident, you're going to see that athlete again in two days and be able to get a bigger response. You're cool with the 30 response now. Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, I and the beauty of like your Pat Vellner one though is it became conversational. Yeah. Like it yeah. was it was not an interview. It was it was you letting him gripe about what just happened. Yeah. And it we just happened to have a camera rolling. Yeah. I will I'm I'm always up for running around and chasing down athletes. You know me. I'll just zip, zip on down the floor and get to where I need to get to. I'm going to finish it up with this. Jamie runs everywhere to get an interview. But nothing is more frustrating than when she runs from a workout venue to try to get to Athlete Village before they can get in and then forget to turn on the mic. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little frustrating. It's not that I forgot. That was the new, when you first gave me the road mics and I couldn't see outside. So that was just like first time operator error with that equipment. And I spent, I got there early enough that I spent like two minutes on off, like in, but I like literally couldn't see in the sunlight. It was not good. That was not good. I, I redid that one, but yeah, not cool. Cause I felt like that was a good original interview. Yeah. It always, there's always the mess ups um, that hit the cutting room floor. But as you can see, the, the 10 we showed today were freaking awesome. And we want to thank you all for letting us take you on this journey with us. Um, and uh, just having a good time with it. Cause in 2024, it's all for the glory. Yeah, that's it. That's our, that's our new theme. With that, we love you all, man. This has been a great night uh, catching up and getting some news out. We will see you all next week on Thursday Night CrossFit Talk. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C, the number four energy.com. That's C4energy.com. And now back to the interview.